0: Welcome to the Chatted Up Podcast. I'm Chance.
1: And I'm Michaela. This is a podcast all about our life.
0: And the things we do. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Chatted Up Podcast. Thank you to everybody that listened to episode one. We're excited for episode two.
1: Yeah, we had fun last week, and last week was, I think, a shorter episode, just kind of introing what we're going to be doing, and this week is probably going to be a little bit longer, just based on what we're talking about.
0: Mm -hmm. And still be patient with us, we're learning, and it's kind of a a learning curve if you're not used to being recorded. There's some dead time that I noticed in the last one, so we're going to try to work on that, but here we go.
1: Yeah, we're fancy now. We got little microphones so we can actually look at each other when we talk, which I think this is going to be better because it's more of a conversation we're having than just speaking straight into a phone and not even looking at each other.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you hear any suckling noises in the background, baby Raleigh's currently sleeping on me with his pacifier in his mouth. So yeah.
1: So babe, what did you do this week? What's our weekly recap
0: my week was pretty plain Jane. I mean, I went to work and I ran a couple of mornings, which I like to do. Took the dogs on runs. It was cool this week. So I was able to take the dogs for longer because their, their breed, I don't think, is meant for super hot weather. During the summers, they don't get to run very long. But this week they were able to do like seven, seven and a quarter miles with me in a single stretch and then wanting some more. So that was fun. Especially for them, because I know that's the highlight of their day. I got other stuff going on, but that's it. That's their whole world is that one little thing, really.
1: Poor puppies.
0: Poor puppies. Raleigh's awake, so you might hear him in the back now. And other than that, um, I helped somebody move out of their apartment this week.
1: And that was basically it. Nice. It was definitely cold this week, and Raleigh and I took a lot of walks and he did really good. Pretty much all of his walks, no crying. He was just awake, kind of looking and taking in the world. Um, one day, we went and got a coffee at the ranch, just kind of ran in, grabbed that. Um, then another day, we stopped by a new bakery here in town, which is incredible. Um, this time, they were out of bagels, but I got the cranberry walnut loaf, which we destroyed in, what, two days? <laughs> What's the name of the Bakery. Mimi's Bakery. Mimi's bakery. It which so is it on Park good. Avenue? Yes, yeah, Park Lake Avenue. Lake Whalian's. Oh, no, it's on the other one, not Park Stewart? Avenue. Stewart, yeah. But just it was, wander around
0: downtown until you find <laughs> Mimi's Bakery.
1: Yeah, it was incredible. So that was fun. Um, Other than that, Raleigh and I just kind of hung out. He's exactly two months old today, which is so happy. He's getting so big, and um I just love watching him grow and taking care of him every day. Um, Another thing, I went. Uh, my friend, uh, I still call you Miss Schultz if you're listening, but we worked together. We um, tried to get together at the ranch Saturday morning, and let me tell you, Raleigh just was not having it. I'm, I'm pretty sure he screamed the entire time. I don't know what was going on. I think maybe, maybe there was just too much stimulation or something. There was loud in there, and he. Did not want anything. No sleep, no bottle, no pacifier. Like, nothing made him happy. So, But we tried to get together. That was fun and nice to get out of the house. And then, babe, what did we go do last night?
0: So, we used to go to the movies all the time. I mean, like, every... Is it Tuesdays that they have the deals with the movies?
1: Tightwad Tuesday. We
0: would go every Tuesday or something like that. But the baby, because he's on his schedule... And we'll decide to just up and ruin things for us. And we can't take him to the movie theater. So, Well,
1: and also his hearing, too. I think a movie theater would be way too loud for his little ears right now.
0: He could rise to that occasion. I'm more thinking of like, all right, we're an hour into this movie. I'm done. I'm going to start screaming. Yeah. And then we start getting the looks from the people, which we're getting used to, I guess. But, yeah. but we can't take him to the movie theater. So you looked something up. You found the drive-in in yeah, Lakeland.
1: Silver. It was a Silver Moon drive-in?
0: Yes. So we went to the movie at the drive-in, and the baby could come with us, and he went right to sleep. He
1: was an angel baby at this movie. He literally, we got there, we did diaper, we ate, and then we swaddled him, and he went right to sleep for the entire movie.
0: But we were able to control the volume. They played it through the radio, and it was super clear.
1: Yeah, it was perfect. So
0: it was like surround sound in the car. Now We could
1: adjust it so he wouldn't wake up during explosions. We saw the new Hunger Games movie.
0: Yes, we both had read the book. Yeah. Now, when we say saw, Michaela saw the movie. (laughs) I go to bed very early on a regular night. And this movie started at seven thirty. I even drank an energy drink on the way there, and then right when the movie started, I fell asleep.
1: Yeah, a couple of times I had to wake you up because you were actually snoring. It was it was pretty impressive. <laughs> I <laughs> you did were not so mean far out
0: to. I'm honestly really upset because I wanted to see the movie, so we will have to buy it whenever it comes out. But yeah, when I'm when I get to that level of exhaustion there's no fight in it so i slept through the movie raleigh slept through the movie mom enjoyed the movie it was and fantastic tell- they did sell concessions there but what did you make
1: i made caramel corn yesterday
0: yeah oh my
1: gosh chances mom when she came to visit us and stay with raleigh had made caramel corn and we killed it we ate so much caramel corn that week and i of course we were craving it again and it seems very Christmassy to have caramel corn um so we made a huge batch of that took it to the movies um but um, it was really fun i i'm telling you that movie was like in the, the book is too like it's kind of twisted which it should be cuz it's like the origin story of president snow for anyone who's seen the hunger games um but yeah it was it was a great movie
0: and i made the mistake of like i asked her what the recipe was so that i could put it into my calorie counter and goodness gracious, I realized I was consuming thousands of calories <laughs> of caramel corn unbeknownst to me. Like I knew I was eating a lot, but I was like, popcorn has like no calories yeah. to it. Well, yeah, the caramel has lots of calories.
1: There's literally a pound of butter in yeah, this caramel. So, so.
0: Whoop, one cup, 200 <laughs> calories. I would sit and eat like 10 cups.
1: Yeah.
0: So I got to cut that out. That's ridiculous.
1: We did have a little bit for breakfast this morning.
0: Just a little. Just like a cereal amount. <laughs> so it's not inappropriate. But yeah, so that's what we did together.
1: Yeah, this week was a really fun week. We watched church this morning. and um, oh, I'm kind of sad for this week because Chance actually has to go out of town to a conference. If you just heard that, Raleigh is playing with the microphone.
0: <laughs> he is. He's definitely awake now.
1: Definitely awake. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but Chance has to go to a conference just for almost like less than twenty-four hours, so it'll just be me and baby. Um, but that's kind of sad.
0: That'll be our first time apart for a night since right the boy.
1: But it was overall fantastic week. Yes. So this week we want to talk about our little baby and finding out we were pregnant the pregnancy journey labor delivery all of that good stuff you hear this little guy he is currently eating his breakfast so he's a very loud eater
0: so let's start at the beginning like when we found out we were pregnant so we bought a house that is very old it was built in the 40s and at some point i'm not exactly sure what year i'm sure if i did some digging i can find out but they added on to the house And Michaela and I currently live in the addition. And the reason we do that, I think it was meant to be a master bedroom when they added on, it's the largest room for like the largest bedroom. And there's a bathroom right off of that, but the bathroom, I don't know if they just like bought the cheapest materials they possibly could. And it was maybe a rental. So the owner wasn't going to see it and they hired somebody and he just threw it together real quick, but they cut a lot of corners. Long story short, the bathroom definitely needed to be remodeled. Like, there was no way around it. If we were going to continue to live here, we had to get the bathroom remodeled.
1: And I really wanted a walk-in shower.
0: (laughs) Yes. And the one that was in there, it was a cast iron tub with plastic stuff they had not even glued on the wall properly, so they were loose. And I had caulked the seams a couple times to just kind of seal it up, but it was, it was bad. It was really bad. And there was an odor that never went away. Yeah. So we needed a new bathroom. So that being said, I had been searching out some companies that would give us estimates to redo the bathroom. During that time, I learned that it is insane what they charge to redo people's bathrooms, Yeah. like highway robbery I honestly feel really bad for some of these older folks to get their bathrooms redone they're getting taken advantage
1: of yeah well and i really wanted the cultured marble because my parents had put that in their house and it looked so so good But what we were learning is all of these companies, like, none of them did cultured marble. You couldn't just, like, buy the stone or you had to, like, remodel with their materials. And it was, it it just wasn't, you had to buy, like, a whole set almost for the bathroom. And
0: then with that, they were like, oh, we'll give you this kind of warranty or whatever. But, like, warranties are great and all, but I'm handy enough that if something goes wrong, I can go in and fix it. I just wanted them to do what I wanted them to do. And when I say a lot of money, we had a, it's not a big bathroom.
1: Right. So we had this guy come to our house.
0: Yes. And so this guy was here and he was giving me an estimate. And he's one of those fellas who just keeps talking it up, talking it up. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? Higher. The price is going higher and higher. By the end of this, this dude was trying to sell me like a $30,000 bathroom. And that's like, way overpriced and i don't think that we would even reciprocate that back into the value of the house oh no but
1: meanwhile i hate talking to these kinds of people because they just wear me out and so i'm hiding in the bedroom
0: yes so she's hiding i am (laughs) defending her from this man this whole time and i knew within the first couple minutes that like i'm not gonna go with this dude well they
1: didn't even have the product we wanted no
0: so they're trying to talk me into a different product And I'm not trying to be unkind. So I hear the guy out, and then it rolls around to the end, and I'm like, sorry, man, I'm not gonna do this today. And then it I almost got to the point where I had to like kick this dude out.
1: Yeah.
0: Like he was not gonna leave. leave. He (laughs) called his boss. They got me the deal of a lifetime. They're not even supposed to give me this deal. And I'm like, whatever, dude. That's fine. Long story short, I finally get this fella out of the house.
1: So I had been sitting in the bedroom really doing nothing just scrolling on my phone we had already taken two or three pregnancy tests right yes. we just had a feeling mm-hmm. that we were pregnant and usually i always recorded like i would have chance come and we looked at it because i wanted to like remember if it was positive but it was kind of getting sad because they were all negative and we were recording it and then i'd be sad after because i had gotten in my head that i think this is happening Um, So this last one, I was just like, Chance was getting this guy out of the house. I was like, okay, I'm going to go run back here and do this because I just can't stand it anymore. I Mm -hmm. have a feeling.
0: I didn't know she was doing this. No. So I'm defending her from this man. (laughs) And then I finally get him out of the house. And I'm like thinking back, like, what the heck did I just have to endure? I almost had to remove this man. And then...
1: I literally had, like, the guy had walked out of the door, and the five or ten minutes or whatever you wait to look at the test was up, and I screamed and ran back into the kitchen, and I'm like, we're pregnant, we're pregnant, it's positive.
0: And that took all the sourpuss attitude out of me, I was like, what? (laughs) We're pregnant, so...
1: It was, it was so happy. Like, awesome day. I think we both cried. It was really happy. Yes.
0: So then uh, our life changed forever.
1: Yeah. And we maybe had what? Let's say two weeks of pregnancy bliss where we're so excited and so happy. And the morning sickness starts.
0: Yes. So I don't know why they call it morning sickness. <laughs> no. It's not just the morning. Maybe for someone it was. But this was just sickness.
1: Constant. And I... You know, of course, this is my first pregnancy, so I didn't know what to expect. I just assumed this was normal at first, but the amount of morning sickness I had was insane. And they actually ended up um, prescribing me Zofran, and I ended up taking it three times a day with this pregnancy because it was just... Oh, poor baby. It was so bad and it wouldn't go away. Like it wasn't just like, oh, in the first trimester you have morning sickness. It lasted the entire duration of our pregnancy.
0: Yeah. No easing up.
1: But overall, it was pretty, we had a pretty smooth pregnancy. Um, Up until the 20-week anatomy scan, which we were so excited about, like everyone is, because that's when you get to find out the gender and Going into it, we really hadn't decided. We knew we were going to find out before he got here, but we didn't know, are we going to like do a surprise or, you know, we didn't have any ideas really.
0: Yes. And of course we went through the wives tales of, oh, the leaves are brown. So that means it's a girl or yeah, they, you had, your things. tea leaves are arranged this type of way, a bunch of voodoo nonsense stuff. None <laughs> of it means anything. So people might say, hey, I know this because they don't nobody knows
1: so we get the anatomy scan and it was a very long scan probably what do you think we were in there like an hour and a half That time. Uh, they
0: all blend together yeah they're point.
1: all kind of a blur we but had a
0: lot of ultrasounds
1: that one was very long and we asked them to put the results of the gender in a little envelope and they turned the screen off when they were like scanning that area so we wouldn't know what the gender was Um, And we, I think we were, we decided, we were so excited. We were like, okay, we're just going to find out that day. But at that same appointment, they had told me I had placenta previa. Yes, which
0: was new to me. I didn't know about this. So that meant that the placenta was in a position it shouldn't be in. Right. And it's not necessarily like terrible. No. But not what we thought we were going to learn that day
1: either. Right. And so I didn't. I mean, I didn't think it was, (laughs) he's upset now, but we were worried it was going to be something bad that was going to happen. And, you know, I just had this expectation that I was going to have a very normal pregnancy. I was going to have a natural delivery. And basically with the placenta previa, it was a possibility that we would need a C-section. And so I just wasn't ready for that, and I got scared. And so we leave the appointment, and I immediately start crying and feel very overwhelmed because I don't know what's happening.
0: We get in the car, and really it wasn't, like, horrible news. The baby's still fine. It just meant that the plan that we had originally was going to change a little bit. So what do you do? Go get some food.
1: (laughs) So we went to Sonic, and I don't know why because we've maybe been there once in our entire relationship (laughs) yes and
0: we we do that a couple times of like going to places we would never been to before or whatever we're at sonic and i don't even know what we got what do we get no
1: i i have no that's not really important but chance finally calms me down and he is i think chomping at the bit he's been holding this envelope through our entire sonic meal (laughs) with the results of what the gender is going to be and
0: i rip it open And what did we find?
1: A boy.
0: A little boy.
1: Definitely a boy. There were photos. Turns out, yeah. A man. No, I'm just kidding. There was no question that he was a boy. Um, But then I, so we were really excited then. I was still nervous. Again, it was my first pregnancy. So we literally don't know anything. And so anything new or different is going to be scary. Um, But we find out it's a boy. We're really happy. We... Um, decided to kind of we live far away so there wasn't a way for us to do like a real gender reveal with our family Uh and so that was a big burp baby Raleigh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We decided to do um, a little video where like all of our close immediate family guessed what they thought the gender was and then we did a picture reveal online and that was really fun.
0: Yes but anyway the results from that led to a couple extra appointments with a different doctor who was never even there
1: yeah it was i'm not odd. a fan of this it was maternal fetal medicine that we went to see and it was in the hospital but the, the so
0: basically it was a more in-depth ultrasound
1: right and so the ultrasound techs were incredible
0: yes but was there any extra treatment for this it was just no. an ultrasound and then a teledoc you would go into this office. And I mean, he was very kind. I'm sure he knew what he was doing. He read the ultrasounds or whatever. But they.
1: It was just odd to go in to see your doctor and he's just on the computer.
0: I was low key frustrated of like, what the heck is this? Yeah. So we're worried about this thing that could complicate the pregnancy. And this dude's not even here. Right. But we have to do this. It's absolutely. I'm going to not. I'm not going to get bitter, but I think it was a waste of stinking time.
1: But this was a couple weeks after, a couple months actually after the anatomy scan, which did make me feel a little bit better because if it's going to be a couple months later, then they clearly don't think it's a big issue. Um, and we go and actually, we get really good news that the placenta has moved up, and just so um, the doctor really wasn't concerned at all. He said, you know, as long as we go back at our next check and everything is good, we don't need the C section. We can have a natural delivery. Um so that's very exciting for us and um
0: meanwhile we I mean I don't know I just really hated that they said you got to go see this specialist who won't even see us yeah on the webcam and of course the only appointments are during the middle of work so it's yeah. really inconvenient for everybody then we show up and as doctors do they're not on time or it's not timely so you end up longer
1: of course and it's at the hospital too so it was just a very long appointment long appointments I think we did that two times we canceled the third one because everything was okay my OB was able to take care of everything I mean long
0: story short everything was fine but it was rather annoying to find out that everything was fine (laughs) but anyway that led on and things were good other for a than while, morning
1: sickness. Everything was great until we got to. Would you say it's the last month?
0: Probably. Probably. And the so, Michaela was working all throughout pregnancy, and as work does, it raises your blood pressure. <laughs> and when you're pregnant, and then your blood pressure goes up even more, then it's a real issue. Right. So this was actually this was more troubling to me than the yeah, placenta this, previa. This
1: is when we started getting nervous. I just again, taking my blood pressure um, because I've had some like lightheadedness, headaches, different things that kind of pointed to that being the issue. And um, actually a couple times we ended up going to what they call the OB urgent care, which is basically like, you feel like there's a problem with the pregnancy. So you can report here at any time to get checked out.
0: And one of those trips, I know we didn't say we we're going to talk about this, It was odd. We had, there was an OB in there who was helping us or whatever, they say helping. And the first thing he says is, Why were you taking your blood pressure? That's really weird. And I'm thinking, like, you're a doctor, like, shouldn't you encourage people
1: to take
0: charge of, like,
1: I I, I, I don't know. I wasn't like looking for this to be an issue, but I knew that this could be an issue in pregnancy, especially the last month, preeclampsia is. Um, Something they tell you to watch for. And so uh, my blood pressure was getting incredibly high, especially when I was at work. It was what we had like 165 over 110 Mm -hmm. were some of the consistent readings we were getting. So we definitely wanted to go to the hospital and have the baby checked out. Um, So that actually happened twice that we had to kind of go, not an emergency situation, but for at least my peace of mind, we went and got checked out. Um, at the emergency place. um, And then we followed up with my doctor and I never was diagnosed with preeclampsia. Thank goodness. But they did recommend me stop working and I just really needed to rest in order to keep my blood pressure down.
0: I think that was the right move too, because it was markedly different when you were at work.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And Yeah, I I don't regret that decision at all. I'm just frustrated with the doctors throughout this process of like, be extra careful. And then when we go to see them, it's almost like
1: oh, nothing's. they're
0: annoyed to see us. Like, what are you doing? Why are you even doing this? Dude, get your story straight. Do you want us (laughs) to be careful or not?
1: Yeah, because when we would call and tell them what my blood pressure numbers were before we went in, they acted like it was an absolute emergency. So we drop everything are scared to death. And then we get there and it's like, oh, no big deal. So, yeah, it was a little frustrating, but um, nothing too terrible. Anyways, we go to my doctor, and we're discussing our options. We decide that because of my blood pressure, we're going to go ahead and induce pregnancy at 39 weeks Mm -hmm. gestation. So that is exciting. We kind of get really nervous, really excited. We had to report. I don't even remember what day it was. It was Sunday at midnight. The
0: original date I was excited about because it was going to be the same birthday as Papa Cook, my right. grandpa. Yeah. And I was like, holy cow, that's so cool. Raleigh can share a birthday with his grandpa. And it ended up well, I don't want to ruin the ending, but uh <laughs> that's I was excited about that. I thought that would be super cool.
1: But we still went and do Sunday at midnight. And if you've never done an induction Really, the beginning. Don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes it's necessary, but the beginning part is very slow, obviously. It's not like you go in and you're going to have a baby that day. It's probably going to be two or three days before you have your baby, sometimes even longer than that, especially if it's your first pregnancy. Um, so they begin the process um,
0: pumping you full of chemicals to <laughs> make you go into labor. Just, so, yeah. Naturally, all- it's going against your body's natural processes, so...
1: To have the baby, right. It
0: seems, I'm the guy in the room, it seemed awful. It seemed really...
1: It was pretty terrible. And um, also during this process, you don't, they don't really want you to eat because you could end up needing a C-section and that's a surgery. So it was just a very long thing. I mean, it was kind of fun. I mean, the memories of the beginning part, I would say like Sunday night through Monday morning were pretty sweet for Mm -hmm. us to just spend those two days together. Even though we were in a hospital uh, and I was super pregnant and miserable. And I was (laughs)
0: sleeping on a chair.
1: Yeah, Chance was very supportive. We were walking laps together, doing squats, trying to do anything to get this little baby out. And then was it Monday night? My water broke. I think so. Monday night. And that is when contractions started getting... Um, Really strong was after my water broke and we decided late that night, I think it was like 10 p.m., we were going to go ahead and do the epidural Mm -hmm. um, because it was getting very painful. And the um, anesthesiologist that was going to do my epidural, all my nurses loved and were like, we really would like you to let her do it because she does a fantastic job.
0: And that's a side note. When you go to a hospital and you're wondering about the doctors, the nurses know. Yes that is your litmus test of is this person going to have like a good bedside manner? And also are they competent? Because sometimes like any right. position, people may be very intelligent, but then mm-hmm. actually pulling it off
1: yeah. And is something else. They weren't pressuring or anything, but they were just like her shift's about to end and she's amazing. <laughs> you know, they weren't bashing the other guy coming in, but they were like, you want to do this, you know?
0: So the Should nurses know.
1: Yeah. And so get the epidural. That was a, I had already backtracked. I had had back surgery a year ago and I had actually had three epidurals for my back pain prior to any pregnancy. So I kind of knew what to expect for an epidural. Um, this one, I don't know why maybe it was the medication that they gave me. I reacted differently. So I'm curled over the bed I'm holding Chance's hand and, she injects the medication and all of a sudden I just throw up. I don't know why my body just couldn't control. That's what she does. What was going on? She
0: throws up. Yeah. She passes out and she throws I up. I pass out it? and
1: I throw up. So I get the epidural. Then we're amazing again. After the epidural kicks in, we get some sleep. Um, the next morning we play some games. We were playing Farkle, <laughs> I Yes, think.
0: which is a dice game.
1: Dice game. <laughs> um. I, um Yeah, I mean, the next day we watched some movies. It was kind of at the point, though, I was very hungry by Tuesday. Um, That was, yeah, I was just very hungry on Tuesday. Couldn't eat anything. Um, And
0: then it was basically like somebody pressed pause on the baby
1: dilation. I was not dilating. At all, No matter how much Pitocin they gave me, they kept increasing my Pitocin.
0: Baby wasn't moving. You're sitting no. still.
1: Contractions were getting worse. Even with the epidural, I was having to use my extra shot button. Um,
0: they had to do an amnio amniose. infusion. So when your water breaks, it everything falls out. They had to put it back in because the baby was drying out, I guess.
1: Essentially, yeah. We
0: didn't want a jerky baby. So we <laughs> well, pumped and, it full of fluids.
1: And the fluids... Coming back inside, we're supposed to help with his positioning and to hopefully get him further down and to, you know, help with dilation and things and the stage he was at. But
0: No such luck. No. At what point did we finally decide, like, the induction's not working?
1: I think it was, like, 7 o'clock at night. I think... 6.30 or it may 7. It been just
0: a little bit sooner. But by the time we decided, well, your midwife came by and she yeah. said, hey... I'm not worried yet, but this is the point where we kind of look at a C-section A C-section because things aren't moving. Maybe there's a reason why things aren't moving.
1: Right. And she did again, none of our doctors pressured us in any way, but she was like, you know, he could go from, I think at this point I was four centimeters dilated. And Mm -hmm. she said, I mean, that could happen within an hour that you go from four to 10 at this point, or you can be stuck in this position for an extended amount of time, and then we'll have to look at a C-section.
0: But you'd been miserable for so long. We finally just decided,
1: yeah, let's would... go
0: ahead, let's do the C-section, whether it's something's wrong or not, the misery that you were yeah, going right. through.
1: Because I was absolutely exhausted. I was so hungry. I, the thought of being that tired already and having to still go through labor and delivery, I don't think I could have done it. By even the time,
0: if, oh, I'm sorry. I was
1: gonna say, even if things were okay, I don't think I. I mean, I was just absolutely exhausted.
0: And by the point. time we decided to do a C-section, two other people needed emergency, emergency C-section. C-sections. So yeah. then we continued to wait.
1: Luckily, they did turn off the pitocin, so that reduced my contractions. They weren't quite as bad while we were waiting. Um, but that was a very anxious period for me. Of just like, okay, we've decided to do the C-section or waiting to go back chances in his little sterile suit <laughs> getting ready um And
0: it waited so long. I, other folks were having a harder time like there's were emergency six sections so I understand. Right. But it ended up not being a doctor from the office you were with. It was just the the yeah, on-call, the on-call person, doctor. Which I don't know how they worked that. I don't know if they just divvy up later <laughs> on like hey this is my fee. I'll cover you for the I don't know what they do. It's yeah. like a substitute teacher in the in the OR.
1: But, again, they were very kind. I ended up with a new anesthesiologist for the C-section.
0: But they could use – the way this one worked, it was already the tube was in there. Right. So, basically, they're just –
1: Injecting the medication.
0: Dude, you want to talk about an easy job. (laughs) Someone else has already put the tube in. All you're doing is pumping her full of stuff in the OR. Now, she did take the pictures for us. I don't know if you knew that because you you were busy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the process when they took me back, um, if you've ever experienced this, also this was very sad for me is they wouldn't let you come back while they were prepping me. Mm-hmm. And so actually... Which they didn't tell us until yeah, we got
0: down there. I didn't know that was going to We
1: happen. get to the OR and they're like, okay, dad, you're going to wait here and mom's going to go get prepped.
0: And I know you're anxious naturally. So right. then that threw you
1: over there. I was losing it at that point um and when they they gave me me, (laughs) when they gave me the spinal I started throwing up again I was crying um and I think I'm not positive because this is this next part is just really a blur but I think they had already opened me up when they brought you in
0: no they hadn't no they hadn't
1: okay I thought that they had maybe they had just given me the anesthetic because they had already strapped my arms down and everything you yeah, had to, but hold. that's
0: because you're crazy i'm just
1: kidding yeah <laughs> had had nothing
0: to do with the c-section
1: no The he had to hold my little puke bag and he was trying to talk to me about cruising and we've actually booked a cruise for baby raleigh in the summer and so he was trying to distract me but that it was basically at that point that i had started passing out i was pretty much for the entire procedure in and out of consciousness i was throwing up so much um i do remember them like pulling him out and holding him over the sheet Mm -hmm. what what did you think during that time
0: well i found out in the middle of it it is a good thing we decided to do the c-section because poor little raleigh had the umbilical cord wrapped around his neck twice and his waist once so no wonder the little guy couldn't move.
1: Yeah, And thinking no back,
0: when we did all of our ultrasounds, we never saw this boy's face. No. We got like one tiny little profile that I'm not even sure if they like, they could have lied to us and just drawn <laughs> some baby up. But
1: and he was that would explain always, why he
0: wasn't moving.
1: And that last month, he was so far down in my hip. I mean, I was in a lot of pain just the last month walking around and stuff. Mm-hmm. So Oh, this poor little guy. So, there was no way he was going to come out naturally. So, thank goodness. So, they hooked him up to, to su- the
0: shop vac in there. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's some kind of yeah. vacuum they had to use to pull him out. He so, got he comes suctioned. out. He had a little cone head. And there, so sad. And I was just consoling Michaela the whole time. So, I actually didn't even get to take the pictures like they're supposed to. So, the anesthesiologist, shout out to her. I know I'm giving her a hard time for the easy <laughs> job. She took the pictures for us. So, thank you. But then as they're going into whatever they do afterwards, sewing Michaela back up, I go into the room where they measure the baby and all that kind of stuff. Well, in between me being in the OR and going into that room, they had to like jumpstart his lungs. I guess he didn't start breathing right away, which makes sense. He wasn't born naturally. So they had to do that. What that means long-term, if they have to do, I forget. There's a word for it to get your lungs to start breathing. Baby CPR. Aspirating. That's what it is. So they aspirated him, which their protocol then, which I understand protocol, is to keep everybody safe. They had to observe him for a minimum of four hours in the NICU after that to make sure he's okay. Blessing in disguise. Because after all of that, we are drained. Right. Well, they
1: did give us... Before he went to the NICU, they took me... And him to the PACU.
0: Post-anesthesia recovery unit or something like that.
1: Yeah, and they did let us have about, what would you say, like 30 minutes of, Mm -hmm. because obviously our birth plan is completely out the window at this point. I had planned on having that golden hour with him before they bathe him or anything and doing skin to skin. That wasn't a possibility because of the C section, but they did in the PACU allow me to have about thirty minutes skin oh, to skin. Let
0: me rewind real quick. I don't like cutting the umbilical cord. <laughs> that's freaky. I don't know why they do think that's that. cool. Do that. St- let the surgeon do that. I don't want any part of that.
1: Yeah, you. Ugh. Well, you originally did not want to do it, and I think you kind of got peer pressured into doing
0: it. Yeah, they had a video on me and everything, and I'm like, oh my god, it was nasty. I don't know why people like that i didn't I like know. the umbilical cord the, the video, whole time
1: no, yeah i don't know about yeah <laughs> we, yeah good job i'm proud of you
0: all right sorry to... but
1: we in the pack you he does get to start trying to breastfeed at that point he was a trooper he did a good job um
0: making little monkey noises monkey remember that i don't was the know what thing. thing. it was like little oh ooh, ooh,
1: ah, yeah. and we we're like
0: what the heck was that
1: again at this in the pack you i'm still in and out of consciousness i'm still passing out um so that 30 minutes was really sweet. We got together. And then um, they take him to the NICU. They take Chance and I to our recovery area. Um,
0: now we go back to the room. Oh, yeah. And go to sleep. Yes. Instantly. Well,
1: like, not woo. instantly. Well, I did. Because remember, I was really worried about him getting food. Oh, that's right. I had, oh, this was really sad. I oh, had.
0: Oh, oh. I went to the NICU and held him. Yeah. For the first time.
1: And so I had, um before we even came to the hospital, the week before we had the baby, I had been collecting colostrum to give to him before my milk came in. And because our labor and delivery process took so long, they wouldn't let us give it to him. Because the colostrum it was, went bad. It went bad, yeah. So that was very depressing to me because I had saved all this colostrum and I was so happy he would get it. Um, but anyways, when I got back to the recovery room, I decided to try and pump as much colostrum as I could. I gave that to Chance to take to him, and that way he would have a little bit of something while he was in the NICU. While Chance is there, I the nurses, of course, are checking on me, pumping me full of more fluids and antibiotics and all the things, and I finally fall asleep.
0: <laughs> and then, was it about 1 a.m. they bring him in to us?
1: Yeah, one or two in the morning, he finally is back with us.
0: And then my first thought is, I can't believe they're trusting us with this baby. Yeah. Like, it doesn't go through your mind that it's your baby at this point. It's almost like
1: they're watching. I don't know. Especially with him being in the NICU. If I had not been so exhausted, like, absolutely a point of exhaustion, I could not keep awake. It was so strange for him to be in the NICU and then come back to us. Mm-hmm. And so when he got back, it was like, finally, he's ours.
0: Mm-hmm. And so the next, was it in a day and a half that we're there? Mm-hmm. Two days more? Two
1: days, yeah. We're
0: learning how to take care of him, and how to. I learned how to swaddle. One of the nurses taught me how to swaddle him, so <laughs> yes. now that I'm the go-to swaddler.
1: Because I had the C-section, really until I got the catheter taken out, I was kind of just in bed, and so chances was having to bring him to me so I could feed him. Um, that's another stressful thing they don't tell you about really is that your milk doesn't come in right away. And even though the baby doesn't necessarily need your milk yet, it's still stressful for you as a mom. Like you, all you want to do is take care of your baby and feed him. And that was kind of a painful process for me I was waiting for my milk to come in. Um, but recovery was very difficult in the hospital. Honestly, I would have stayed an extra day, but chance was dying to leave the hospital. <laughs> I was um, so
0: tired of being in there at that point because we ended up being almost five days, didn't it?
1: Right. Oh it, gosh, it was a long time, but it was a very hard recovery. Just me trying to walk and do anything, it was it was rough. So also during recovery, Chance was feeding me. The hospital food was incredible. Yes. Oh my gosh, I yeah, I was really shocked because everybody talks about how all you get at the hospital is jello, but Man, I ate two or three pieces of cheesecake with my meals. Even
0: the food that they were selling to me was reasonable and delicious.
1: Delicious, yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Chance was feeding me chicken marsala. I'd be trying to feed the baby, and Chance was feeding me. That was a really sweet time. Um, And so we take him out of the hospital. We get to finally come home.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Poor guy, to this day, hates his car seat. Mm -hmm. He screamed the entire walk out of the hospital until we got in the car and I was able to sit back with him.
0: He's still screaming back there.
1: Still screaming back there.
0: Does not like the car seat. I I think he gets car sick.
1: I do too, yeah.
0: But at that time, I was like, oh, this is just, I guess this is just how it is. Yeah. He doesn't like car seats.
1: But overall, I mean, that's our story, really, of how little Raleigh came into this world. We didn't even talk about his name. His name is Raleigh Ander Cook. We named him after my mom. My mom's name was Leanne. She passed away when I was um, really young in like third grade. And so we wanted to kind of have her with us. And so his name is Raleigh. Raleigh
0: Raleigh Ander.
1: Raleigh Ander Cook. So Mm -hmm. he's been the sweetest little guy. Um, Maybe someday we'll talk about kind of the first couple months of being parents. Chance was able to stay home with me for two, three weeks
0: Two weeks after that, it ended up being three total.
1: Three but yeah. total, but two weeks at home, just us, um, after the hospital and everything, and that was a really sweet time for us too. But great, great things.
0: Yeah. Raleigh, if you're listening to this someday, we love you. Although the journey to get you into this world was different than we thought it was, I'd do it all over again.
1: Absolutely, this is the weirdest thing about going through childbirth and pregnancy and all these things, it was so difficult and probably the hardest thing I've ever done. But holy cow, would I do it 10 more times if I could have you so um, we love you so much. And we're glad we get to record this and have these memories with you.
0: That's it for today. Thank you to everyone who's listening to the Chat It Up podcast. We appreciate you. Share it with a friend if you like it, and please leave us five-star reviews wherever you're listening.
1: Yeah, this was fun, and I'm really thankful to all of you who've listened. I think last week we were getting close to 100 people who had listened to our podcast, which is honestly kind of crazy to me. In the first week, that was a short episode, and this week is definitely longer, so it's a long story to tell, but Um, share it with your babysitter or your aunt or your neighbor and it was just fun
0: thank you very much and we'll see you next time